0: I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence, and I'm joined by Ahmed Kazli, who is the Chief Executive Officer of Turkish fintech Papara. Let's begin, Ahmed, by setting the scene. What is Papara? What are you doing?
1: Papara is, as you say, a fintech in Turkey, actually a challenger bank, but we don't have a banking license. We hold an e-money license, but with that license, we are trying to compete with banks.
0: In what services? What are you trying to do that the banks aren't doing right, in your view? So, Papara currently replaces your deposit bank account. So, we do
1: perform an online KYC, which means that you can open an account in two minutes online. And after you open that account, you are free to top up your account via wire transfers from any bank account or via cash through any ATM in Turkey. And after you have some money on your account, you can use that balance to send money to anyone anyone's phone number, mail address, account number, IBAN number, doesn't matter what it is. You can send money to anyone. 724. And you can pay your bills, top up your transportation account, top up your mobile account, actually anything that comes to your mind with your deposit bank account.
0: So what distinguishes Papara from the banks then? The key
1: differentiator is user experience, but there are also some other matters. Just to give you an example, in Turkey still, banks are not allowed to open a remote accounts, which means that you have to visit a bank branch and be there physically to open an account. So Papara is the easiest way from the beginning. but after that, the UX is the power actually. So just to give you an example, you can send money to anyone else by putting some emojis, GIFs on that money transfer, which will never come to mind of any bank officer actually. But besides that, we have some cool features like sending money So In Turkey, Papara was the first company who provided 724 money transfers. And before Papara, you could only send money from a bank to another bank only in working days and working hours. But besides that, you know everything we do is cool, considering the user experience, actually.
0: Let's talk a little bit more about the Turkish marketplace, the financial marketplace. You've given us some hints there as to what can and can't be done in ordinary banking. How are you able to take advantage of the gaps? What are the gaps, and, and how can you move into them it is actually quite difficult to understand you know uh, turkish financial
1: customers robin because you know because of the late adoption of technology in turkish banking market we have adopted well so turkish banking technology is actually better than the technology in us or europe And because of that, you know, Turkish users are quite penetrated, but the ones using bank accounts are penetrated. So currently more than 35% of our adult population doesn't have a bank account at all. So they are unbanked because of, you know, many reasons. But if someone in Turkey has a bank account, they are quite city key. So currently more than 80% of our Bank population has, is using, you know, mobile banking services, which means that the penetration is high. If you have a bank account, if you don't, you only have Papara. And about the market, currently there are, I think, twenty or twenty-one banks in Turkey, licensed banks in Turkey, who opens saving accounts or deposit accounts for individuals. There is a huge competition between those guys. There are many global players which have subsidiaries in Turkey, including BNP Pariba, BBVA. So, mostly European banks. But what makes Papara different is the the standard advantages of being a startup, actually. We are extremely agile if you compare us to those guys. Currently, what I'm proud of is we launch a new feature every two weeks and you can find some banks in Turkey that didn't even update their accounts in the last six months. So, the biggest gap is the, the
0: speed, actually. The agility that you've got that they don't have. Absolutely. Talk to us about the kind of things that you've got in the pipeline then. What is it you're going to be doing next?
1: Another info about Turkey. Turkey is a credit card dominant country. So if you check total card expenditure in Turkey, you can see that more than 80% of card payments are happening with credit cards instead of debit cards. And because of that, actually, you have to launch a credit card if you are looking for engagement. I'm pretty sure that you have heard about currency issues and some economic issues in Turkey right now. Uh, because of that, problems rely rely on our credit cards because we don't have much money on our package, which means that if we are planning to compete directly with banks and acquire as much as users we can, we have to issue credit cards, which is on the pipeline. But the strategy is a bit different. So Papara is positioning itself like a technology company more than a financial institution. And because of that, we plan to partner with third parties while we are launching new features. Credit card is a good example. So we are planning to launch credit cards, but instead of having a bank license, full banking license in Turkey, we plan to do it by partnering with different banks that provide credit cards. So this is something on the pipeline. And besides that, in the next coming months, we are planning to launch investment products so that Turkish people can buy and sell stocks on Turkish market first and then on global capital markets which will be the first zero fee trading app in Turkey. And after that, we are planning to launch insurance products, again by partnering with local insurance companies. And we have some certain plans to launch in uh, Europe till the end of this year, already applied for a license in Lithuania and focus on Turkish people living in mid Europe.
0: I was just going to mention that there is obviously the Turkish diaspora in Europe and your ability to offer 24 seven payments has got to be something that's useful to people in other countries looking to move money into Turkey. Absolutely, currently we do only provide local money transfers, but
1: uh, as you say, there are currently officially and inofficially close to 20 million Turkish diaspora living in mid-Europe. I'm pretty sure you have seen thousands of kebab houses in. France, Germany, Switzerland, if there is a kebab house somewhere, which means that there will be plenty of Turkish people living around. So we will focus on those guys because, you know, sending money from Turkey to Europe or from Europe to Turkey is a big headache and it is extremely expensive. We are planning to eliminate those costs and provide the best UX.
0: That's an important point. It's the cost of the transfer because if you're looking at that 20 million potential audience, they're not going to be wanting to pay expensive exchange fees to banks to move that money?
1: We believe that we do understand our user base very well. So instead of paying a lot of money, they they tend to pay nothing, actually. So because of that, we are planning to provide free money transfers to Europe and from Europe and generate revenue on the add-on services that we will provide.
0: Well, tell me about the audience you've got at the moment. What kind of people make up the users of Papara? Financial inclusion is one of the key priorities we have right now. So uh,
1: as I told you in the beginning of our podcast, so there is an incredible unbanked population in Turkey and just to serve financial inclusion, we are trying to acquire as much as unbanked users as we can. And because of the UX and because of the you know cool positioning of the product, Papara is mostly used by teenagers and youngsters and Gen Z currently. So average age of papara, active Papara users is somewhere between 22 and 24, which means that Turkish people tend to open a Papara account before they open a bank account because, you know, opening a bank account average age in Turkey is 23. It means that, you know, Turkish people tend to open an account when they find their first job and when they are going to get paid first so when they uh, receive their salary first. But before that, you always have needs, right? Currently, there are Millions or hundreds of millions of teenagers in the world who are like 13, 14, 15, and looking for a payment option to pay to Netflix, Spotify, App Store, Play Store, and others. So, this is the target audience. We mostly deal with teenagers and youngsters.
0: We've obviously been talking very specifically about a business to consumer service that you're providing. Do you have a business to business service as well?
1: we have but uh, i should tell you that you know we are not a b2b oriented company and i don't believe that the same company can have you know two different strengths like b2b and b2c at the same time mostly the only reason why we keep our b2b products is that you know they either help us to provide a better user experience while our users are paying or they help us to acquire bulk users and currently You know, we have three different, very cool B2B products. One of them is Papara checkout. So it is actually like PayPal checkout. You integrate Papara onto your website and start to accept payments from Papara users, uh, which is mostly used by cryptocurrency exchange, gaming companies, and, you know, online dealers in Turkey. And it is the best way to make online payments, actually. It helps you to make 724 payments from your bank account. The second product we have is Papara mass payments. In this case, we allow our corporate users to pay out into multiple beneficiaries with a single API. The base use case would be Uber, for example. If you are an Uber driver in Turkey, you will probably get paid into your papari account. Then you have a passenger in your car. And the third product is a corporate cart. It is again a B2B product, which is the smartest card dashboard, corporate card dashboard you can find in Turkey right now. Let's say that you order something from Starbucks via your delivery hero app. So after you pay 20 Turkish liras for a cup of coffee in Starbucks, the money will be put on the delivery guy's papara card. And that card will be only allowed to use in a certain Starbucks after 30 minutes and up to 20 Turkish liras, which makes, which makes it a great product. So this is what we have on B2B right now.
0: So these are all payment products effectively. And quite a lot of what you've said about the B2C products, are, they are specifically geared towards payments as well. You've talked about the financial inclusion. You've talked about expanding in Europe. What's the overall ambition for Papara? Just to round up. So uh, we are trying
1: to become the main financial app of everyone, actually. We are not dreaming about becoming a bank, getting a bank license, investment license, or something like that. What we are trying to do is acquire users and provide the best UX and become their main financial product as a financial super app. So trying to eliminate any kind of fees that a financial customer is going to pay because it is something that it is a product that you have to use right let's say that you want to pay your rent this is a service that you have to use let's say that you are going to get paid from your employee so you have to have a papara account and if it is something you have to do it should be used without any fees this is what we believe so our ambition is to democratize everything actually
0: thank you very much ahmed karsley of papara